everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I've got my buddy Mikey with me again today. What's up? <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited. We are going to be talking about Disturbing Behavior, uh, the movie from 1998 directed by David Nutter. I... First, want to say uh, like and review on the podcast on wherever you find it. If you listen to it on Apple or wherever, like give us five stars because I always forget to say this, so I'm going to keep saying it now in the beginning. So like, yeah, more people can listen. Five stars, just do it. Yeah, just do it, man. It's super easy. Super it's easy. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're talking about disturbing behavior. I don't know how many people have seen this movie. It's on Amazon Prime right now, so. Hopefully, like, most people can go watch it there if you have it, or maybe you know someone who has it, but, yeah, this is a really weird film from Such a good movie. Um, it, yeah, it is good. It's kind of like a bad good movie. I wouldn't <laughs> like, exactly call it a horror movie. It's more like thriller, maybe yeah. sci-fi a little bit. Suspense, Suspense, I think is what it's classified as. On, Definitely. Um, yeah, on Amazon. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, I saw this movie when I was a teenager, I had it on tape, and I definitely had it on DVD, and I was gonna get another copy, because I gave it to my friend, and I was like, just keep it, and it's like $5 on Amazon, like, it's it's not cheap, Super it's cheap. not like, yeah. yeah, it's not expensive, so yeah, I should probably do that. But yeah, I don't really have, like, crazy, I mean, I just like this movie a lot, I've seen it a bunch, what about you? So my, my very first thought, um, I saw it in the theater. I can't remember if I saw it by myself or somebody. Oh, you saw somebody. it in the theater? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oddly enough. I um, wish I did. My very first thought was like, what a fucking long intro. <laughs> because it just... Oh, it the, is. The yeah, whole, the credits are pretty long. The credits are crazy long. And so the director, David Nutter, um, he, during this movie, he was in the middle of the whole like X-Files thing. Um, yeah, he directed so like crazy. X-Files, 21 Jump Street. Superboy Millennium, which I never really heard of, but it goes I've along with that whole sci-fi stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah. in the beginning, there was a lot of like nod musically with X Files because it, they had the same uh, whatever composer oh, um, he cool. hired uh, did all the music for X Files. Oh, that's cool. So it was a very like little. If you were an X Files nerd back then, you would be like, "Oh, okay, that sounds really familiar." He, a little bit. I jumped off because there were so many different storylines in X Files. Yeah. Um, and then they didn't they like not reboot it, but continue it a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they watch it at your house? Weren't I you think, taping yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, like, mm -hmm. yeah. We were. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't really watch X Files like as a whole. I think I've seen like one or two episodes. But then when we did that, when they were rebooting it and you taped it, I think I was over at your house and I watched it and it was cool. Like, it, I mean, I got into it, but I wasn't like in no way like super nerdy obsessed. about it yeah like a lot of people are really into x-files well apparently they they did a second season of the reboot but i never oh. saw it um, oh yeah yeah i didn't yeah i didn't keep up with it Crazy. but um after after that i was like okay well it's very stepfordy uh if anyone has seen stepford wise um i haven't seen it in a long turning time. your well it was mostly on the guy side i guess turning your wife into like the perfect woman yeah um so Scary. I think the movie, because I think, well, the movie that I'm I'm going to relate to is like the reboot of like the very first one. But in Stepford Wives, it was uh, Glenn Close, who turned out to be the mad scientist, if you will, behind everything. So oh, she, really? Yeah. In the reboot, not in the, the reboot, original In the one. reboot. In the original, which I've actually not, I've never seen the original. Oh, um, shit. But it, it's so insane. So, like, they, they take all these, you know, in disturbing behavior, they take all these, like, bad kids and they 
turn them good. It's it's and they're not even like that bad. They're just kind of like like I feel like they're just kind of like it's all the kids who really want to be individual and don't mm-hmm. want to conform to this like 1950s style, um, you know, like suburban, like good, good girl, good, good boy kind of like s- situation. It's all the ones who are alternative. I feel like. Right. It seems and like, like all the, all the, you see like a little bit of gothiness. You see. Uh, yeah. Like skaters, like mm-hmm. the car jocks, like guys who like cars, like, yeah, there's just a whole like nerds, like super nerds, and it's just really weird. <laughs> but it's my really uh, my my final thought, um, like I said, I didn't have a lot, but um, every teen movie I said had like some kind of scene back then where there was making out in a car, and then something bad happens. Yes, like, that is it, how things always started. I mean, it was like with Urban Legends. Um, I don't think it was. Mm-hmm. There was no car sex and scream. Um. I don't know. No, but he went into her room. That's right. Yeah. yeah Although yeah. granted that did, nothing happened then because it was just Billy like in mm-hmm. the beginning with Nev Campbell. We're going <laughs> to review Scream. So don't worry, people. I won't get so excited about that. Scream, but, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's true. That is kind of like a trope of teen movies that like as soon as you have sex, something like you're about to die or like something mm-hmm. bad's going to happen. Oh, I mean, like it happened in Halloween. He was the, the babysitter uh-huh. killer that. You know, all the babysitters had sex, so it was like, okay, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, like they all had their boyfriends over, like mm-hmm. while they were supposed to be babysitting. Yeah, the first Halloween is so good, so good. And like, then the just... other ones are the second one's not bad. Is it the second, second one? one? Yeah, the second one's not bad. It actually follows the first one, the which story, is great. Yeah, that's but yeah, which is good. When you then get into Halloween three, it had nothing to do with Michael Myers at all. And then, yeah, it like totally went off track. And then they went back to it with four, and you're like, um, what happened? <laughs> we should review H2O because that's like a classic. <laughs> oh my god, that's like I was gonna say. Speaking of '90s films, this movie, this movie I just wrote for my major uh, thoughts about it was that um, this movie reminds me so much of The Faculty. And oh the, god, that's the right. faculty that came out in November, and this came out in July of ninety eight. Oh, the same year. So, oh, yeah, right. ninety eight. Yeah, so it's like the same. It's like that weird sci fi like kids are being taken over vibe because the faculty is the same way. The faculty is like really weird, and they're like they're sure. almost like these kids from disturbing behavior. They're like kind of like in a trance. Although, isn't like, it like a, more like weird. alien? Bacteria, There's is an alien thing. Yeah. Okay. It's a little different, but it's still like this weird, it's still the like, same. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this weird, like teen, like they're in school and you know, they kind of like figure out that something weird's going on, but it's so crazy. I love it. But yeah, movie. for production notes, all I have is that like, there are a lot of casting crossovers. I guess if you know X-Files, you might recognize some people in it. And I think Millennium, there are a few casting crossovers and they filmed it in Vancouver, which is where they shot a lot of X-Files. So that director kind of knew where to shoot already, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. I like all the the backgrounds of this. I like this whole vibe. It feels super grungy because it's like Pacific Northwest. Very grungy. So it has like the palettes of all everything is very like green and like rainy and foggy and like everyone's wearing like flannel and jeans and like you know it's just it has that super late 90s feel to it Mm -hmm. um there unfortunately like so many films that you find out when you do research like this this is not the intended cut (laughs) there is a there's several cuts but there's a director's cut that apparently the director still has and is trying to get out there but they won't let him release it which is so ridiculous because it's not like like i said earlier there's no controversy no. It, it was just, okay, well, 
this audience didn't like this, and but we didn't like this. And yeah, and they said the audience really loved the first cut, mm-hmm. and the studio, and there was only a small group of people who didn't like things, and the studio changed things based on the small group of people, not the major which is majority that loved shit. it the way it was, which is yeah. crazy. Such an asshat move. <laughs> Yeah, it's so crazy. So I don't think it did really well in the box office, but I think it's kind of one of those, I don't even know if it's a cult movie. We did go last week and that is, that's another one I think that kind of gained, yeah, yeah, but that one kind of gained steam after it was in the theater Mm -hmm. too, I think. So I think this is one of those, uh, I don't know many people who even know Disturbing Behavior. I know people who know Go more than Disturbing Behavior. Mm So I feel like it's one of those like real sleepers. Um, If you buy the DVD, which I believe is, the one they have out now that's like five dollars they have the de- a lot of deleted scenes on the um on the dvd which like shows a bit more of like what they took out but it still isn't everything. but still there's so much more missing yeah and there's so much like backstory on why the doctor is in town like because i was talking to you just talking to you about it like why did these people just accept this weird neuro like farm like pharmacologist or whatever like this weird neurologist slash like like cult leader like i don't know what the fuck he is but why do these people just accept it in this high school like i don't you know there's no bat we don't get that and then apparently there is a backstory that there was like this murder that happened like years like two or three years before and like everyone was scared in the town they were worried these kids could be like you know like really upset and everything so i don't know that was like a whole other thing but they didn't even explain any of it so we just kind of were like wait why is all this happening and nothing how come- exciting happens in canada or rather <laughs> should i say uh uh washington is that where it's supposed to be i think it's supposed to be washington state yeah, yeah. i don't Which think it's I've never to be been canada to, actually me um, either i know I, Can- it's really sad that I. but have- i mean canada is beautiful to film in um yeah i mean I like like, like you said i mean with the director's um resume of stuff like i mean he's filmed so much in canada mm-hmm. like he's known um he knows where to, to exactly shoot he uses he he recycles his actors kind of like Ryan Murphy does. He's he's like the pre Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. Oh, I love so when amazing. I watch something and then I'm like, <gasps> they were in like a, a side note. I'm watching Nip Tuck again because it's a great fucking show and it's on Hulu right Such now. An and it hasn't been show, yeah. anywhere for a long time. And I was like, oh my god, they have it on Hulu. So um, they I, every time when I watch it now, I'm like, oh my god, that's the guy from Popular. Like, Ryan Murphy's very first show, Mary Cherry, is oh in American God, Horror Cher- Story. <laughs> and she was also in a Nip Tuck episode. Like, I love how all, they're all, like... And now Darren Chris is in that Hollywood Netflix show. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. He, I haven't either. Yeah, it's on my list. But he's, like, the main character. And he was in Ver- Versace. Like, American... Such a you good know, show. And Glee. So he's, like, you know, he's been, like... Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, this guy does that, too. Which is really cool. I like that. No, he, yeah, he, the, he's very awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. The ending also was supposed to be... I mean, the the alternative ending is actually on the DVD, but it's really dark, um, the ending. And Gavin dies in the yeah. ending. And they, according, like, according, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, they, they essentially made them change it to, like, keep it open for a sequel. And to make it, like, more happy, if you will. I'm, I'm using a different word for what I... Yeah. But, uh, yeah. For lack of better was, words. For yeah, lack of better words. It was so dark. Which doesn't yeah. make any sense because I mean, especially around that time, you're there's other movies out there that are even darker, and you're like, what? But so audiences can handle this stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's rated R, right? 
I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so that means that they're anticipating people are going to be over 18 or like have to get a parent to buy their ticket if yeah, they're right. like 15 <laughs> or 16. Yeah, so I don't know. It is kind of weird. And the, the things that they cut out when you watch it, they're just like, there's like Steve and Rachel's love scene. And I was like, this isn't even explicit. Like, why right, did they cut this no. out? Because we didn't even get anything that <laughs> no, their relationship no parts like, at all. were showing. Nothing. No. Um, no. Yeah. no, it didn't make it. It was super normal. Sense. And then I the how they cast Katie Holmes, I thought was really interesting that like he was watching a Dawson's Creek daily tape by mistake mm-hmm. and like happened to see Katie Holmes and be like, I want her. Like, that's really cool. And she did the movie before. Or no, I think she did the movie. It was a year before. Um, a year before Dawson's Creek, or they yeah, weren't was, airing yet, so people didn't know her. But then once the it started year, airing, year. yeah, they were like, "We need to write in an intro for her." So when you first see her, it's like a big deal in the movie because everybody knew her at that point. Oh, she's fantastic. Dawson's Creek I mean, just was massive. I mean, yeah, her personality is still a little like meek, kind of like her character Joey Potter mm-hmm. in Dawson's Creek. But I mean, just from the fashion and the way she acts is is totally different. Um, oh, yeah. I, I wish they went a little further with her. She's still kind of um, bitchy like Joey, though. Oh, uh, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> speaking of, really quickly, just side note. Um, oh, what? Her, her hair changed um, in the middle of the movie. Like, you know how, like, in the beginning, she's got a full head of hair, obviously, but, like, some uh, little beady dreads. So it was, like, braids. And then completely flat in the middle of the movie. And um, just... Uh, it was just one of those little details of, oh, I wonder why she did that. Yeah, and also looked, too, like her hair was uh, darker in the mi- beginning of the movie. Mm. And then, like, towards the end when she's in that hospital with Steve, her hair is, like, a lighter brown. Uh, and it looks so. like... Yeah, I, it looks like it is. I don't know. Maybe they just... And, and well, obviously, she doesn't have a lot of makeup on in the last scene. When the first time you see her, she has, like, all that eyeliner on. All the weird-ass eyeliner, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's still pretty cool now. She still looks pretty on brand. I still think she looks great, even, like, all these years later. It's not, like, a crazy outfit. Like, some of the clueless outfits are a little whoa. Like, right. now. But, like, those these outfits are not. I feel like anybody could wear anything in this movie and probably be fine. Uh, oh yeah there was such a diverse like um because it's the near the end of the 90s you can Mm -hmm. see you can see the change like you said earlier it's mostly grungy there was a very quick shot of in the student cafeteria when gavin's like talking about all the different um Uh groups there is a um quick shot of the back of a woman teacher's head and she's like walking briskly throughout the throughout the cafe Mm -hmm. and you can see that she's got like the big shoulder pad jacket so it's like a little nod oh, to like wow. earlier nineties. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh that's cool. I, I found that kind of interesting. One. Yeah. I was like I mean it was very, very quick. But I was like, oh, she's the only one that has that kind of outfit. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I have that for like uh now moving in. Do you have anything else about like behind the scenes stuff? Oh, sorry, yeah, just one more thing. Um the yeah. director, so he uses the phrase treat yourself. Um mm-hmm. and I think it was one of the one of the blue ribbons girls was like, Oh, you should treat yourself, Mm -hmm. Gavin. Um, Mm -hmm. so that tagline, and I'm not sure exactly what it means really, but, um, he, the director uses it in a lot of his other shows and movies. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, but yeah, if you want to move on, um, yeah, well, yeah, let's talk about the, let's talk about the story. So like, what did you, what did you think about the story? Like, did you, 
I like how the reason why Steve is there is okay. I get that he has an older brother who's mm-hmm. who's died. Who's well, you find out has committed suicide, and then he has a younger sister, and then the family kind of moves them there to like start over again. You know, I guess I'm sure. Yeah, like that, they like, move from uh, Chicago. Chicago, yeah. yeah. So it's like big city. And yeah, like, what do you think about, you know, just fitting in in school? I kind of wish we saw more of the sister, like her too. experience I, too. I feel like they just had her in there to have her in there. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. James Marsden's or James Marsden's character, uh, Steve, he's like the main guy in Gavin. Who they could wanted totally to- get it throughout this entire movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so could so can Gavin because I love Nick. I I, I love him. He's love he's him an amazing so. actor and he's, he's cute. So I mean, he's um, super cute. Yeah. Although side note, on the front cover of Disturbing Behavior, mm-hmm. um, you know how it's like James Marsden, Katie Holmes, and Nick Stahl. Uh-huh. So like Nick and Katie look exactly the same, but. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what they did, if it was, like, a camera trick or they just brushed um, James's face, like, completely out. But he looks like a completely different person. <laughs> yeah, they look like vampires, like the Twilight cover. Yeah. <laughs> they have these, like, weird eyes. Like, the way their eyes are, they look like va- like werewolves. or like Yeah, and I, I get it. That's kind of, like, Twilight. a not a, a prelude to what might happen. I get it. But it was yeah, just, it was just kind know, of very strange. Things. Um, but no, I mean, like, there's so many different levels of scary, um, if you think about it, because, well, A, I mean, there's this very immature notion of, like, okay, a new school, you, you don't know anybody. I, I know what that's like, because, you know, our, when we went to grade school, our school ended with, what, ninth grade or eighth grade? Yeah, ninth. And then, yeah, ninth grade. And then we had to switch over schools. So I get I get how it's like being the new kid. It's very scary. You don't know what the hell is going on. Um, you have to make new friends, you know? So that's... I don't know he, if I'm like... How old is on. he supposed to be? Like... Uh, 16? No, he's got to be like... Older? He looks like he's fucking 28 years old. It but doesn't like, actually tell you what, um, I don't think what grade they're soon. in. Yeah, no. Yeah, because no. they don't like, it's not like they're asking him, like, when are you going to go to college? So he's got to be like, what, 17? They did in the, in the beginning in the office where the, um, Dr. Caldecott moved in, but Uh-oh. it was like, it was like a very quick shutdown because he didn't want to talk. Oh, that's right. Okay. So he's probably like 17. I th- I'd say he's only I want to say that, yeah. Because the other brother, I think, was older, like in his 20s. Yeah. Yeah. And um, another, I I know I keep saying this, side note. What? um, The brother is played um, by Ethan Embry, who was Mark Uh in Empire Records. Uh Uh-huh. It was a very, very short Also, he's also Preston in Can't Hardly Wait. (laughs) Did you guys do Can't Hardly Wait? I forget. No, no, not yet. Oh, we should do that if, unless you have it reserved. No, don't, no, it's not reserved. This is really cool. We've got, like... Lots of differing people doing different movies. I, I, like, I love that. Uh, so yeah, you'll hear. Yeah, no, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm excited to have like differing. We'll have to do like a group one at some point. I would, I would we'll, really love that. I think yeah, we would all, we all like, do it together. And, yeah, yeah, or we all do it. Do like a movie together. Um, um, what was I gonna a- say about? There's something I was gonna say about Gavin. Gavin is like. He's so oh laid back, he's such but a, he's like, so paranoid stoner. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a just stoner. Like I love when he goes through all the clicks. Obviously, like that's one of my favorite scenes. I think it's probably one of yours. Mm-hmm. So even though we're jumping around, but like that is 
uh, it's just so cool how he describes every, you know, every group, every high school has their. Oh, and I love how the, like the light changes too. Um, yeah, that was really cool. They, yeah, pointed out how each one was like, this was green cast and this Mm -hmm. was blue. And how like all the nerdy people were like, yeah, all around the computer. Um, I can't remember exactly everything UV says, like, I, I know yeah, freaks, like freaks shows it so she yeah, freaks, freaks with sneaks. that go squeak yeah, yeah freaks that <laughs> wear sneaks and like I love UV he's, he's so funny he's, he's the only really um, I believe he was the only Canadian true Canadian actor yeah I think that, that they actually got from Canada like a local actor yeah that wasn't like cast probably from Hollywood which is pretty um, cool yeah I love yeah I love that whole lunch lunch scene breakdown it's so just succinct and perfect like he's like this is how it works these are people over here and over here and over here and like there's a few yeah. films like also um Mean Girls I was gonna <laughs> say a, it's a deeper darker a, version of yeah, the scene <laughs> Mean Girls has a yeah it was like another like pretty classic and also uh, Clueless where she goes through and she's like, there's the Persian Mafia. You oh, can't hang with them unless you own a BMW. Yes. Yeah. And then she's like, there's the people who do the TV station. And then she like, she does the whole thing. Like it's a bit, it's a big like trope in teen films where you kind of identify all the clicks. But I really like this disturbing behavior one. Like this did, one, I, I actually really like a lot. Did you ever have like somebody explaining that to you in high school? I never did, but I'm just curious if that ever happens in real life. No, because in my high school, I didn't go to a large high school. Like, your high school was bigger than mine. I had, like, 50 people in my whole high school. Oh, so, no, that was, like, me, too. The oh, last school? Have, yeah, like, it, was, it was small. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, And I had, like, what, 14 in my class? Mm. My graduating class. So it's, like, we didn't have... We had open lunches, so we didn't have a cafeteria. Like, our school oh, wasn't, like, too, a big yeah. public school that, you know, like, that's a big public school where it's, like, probably the only high school in the area in the movie. So, like, they all would be in there. It's probably, what, like, a 1,000 kids or, like, 500 maybe? Something I don't like know that. How, yeah, there yeah. was a, there was So, yeah, people. they I didn't have that. I think when we went to, to junior high, I think, I feel like there was a girl in our class who said something when I first got there who was, like, these people sit here and sit here. And I, I vaguely remember, but it wasn't like we didn't, it wasn't any intense like this. I mean, we had yeah. uniforms, so we didn't have like, yeah. you couldn't really tell, like you could tell who was kind of gothy mm-hmm. because of like their shoes. But like some people because wear docks. Well, yeah, some people would wear like docks. Some guys <laughs> oh, would wear like yeah. boots. You could yeah. tell like they were really into like, there's one kid that was in a grade below us when I was in ninth grade. I totally forgot his name. Although if I saw a yearbook, I'd probably like figure it out. But we were both really into Marilyn Manson. And like I taped something about Marilyn Manson like on the news or like on David Letterman or something or like some late night show or like Politically Incorrect. And I remember giving him the tape. And then him being like, oh, thanks so much. And then, like, he'd watch it and then give it back to me. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he wore combat boots, like, under his khakis. Like, the top of his shoes just, like, you couldn't see them because he had them, like, under the, the khakis. But he had, like, combat boots. And that's, I think, one time I was like, hey, I like your boots. And then we, like, kind of figured out that we both liked Marilyn Manson a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. Yeah so, really cool. yeah, so, I mean, I feel like we couldn't really tell like they did in this movie. You know, and then like quickly you kind of see how the blue ribbons are like Stepford because they're like, look at our bake sales or oh bake God. sale. I never knew. Like, so like, um, what was it? One, that one scene while, where Dr. Caldecott, um, he comes mm-hmm. in and he's talking to um, Steve and uh, the principal. He's like naming everything that they do. 
but he doesn't yeah. explain exactly, and maybe this is a far reach for me, but he doesn't explain exactly like what their true intention is or like what their, you know how like you have a baseball team, you have a football team, like are mm-hmm. they there for just to be goody good? Do you know what I mean? I don't, yeah, I don't know. kind of. I think they just, I think he's kind of like, here's the team like they do lots of like extracurriculars and they're like good people like they're good community people and they like play sports and don't do drugs and get good grades and like study together but yeah that's like, a car <laughs> yeah, In well, the middle yeah of the well, and then when they get like sexually aroused they go fucking insane oh my god welcome to like the teenage um a- like analogy of the entire film right that, like <laughs> teenagers are crazy hormonal animals and Stay if they're away. <laughs> Yeah, if they're, like, lobotomized, essentially, which is what he was doing, like, Mm. cutting their brains out or whatever, he, like, now he's trying to fix that every time, like, these people, like, get aroused, they freak out. And it's really interesting to see the two sides of the freakouts. Like, the first one you see is Chug, who is... Okay, is Chug the guy that the two Blue Ribbons were picking on in the very beginning? No, that was... Was that just a different guy? That was a I totally thought different that was guy. Chug. Oh, okay. I thought that's how Chug was at first. You mean in the, cl- in the classroom? No, 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 no. Not Dickie. No, not Dickie. Not, not Dickie. the guy with the car. No, okay, like, Steve... I think it's Steve's first day... And it's, like, the end of the day, and he's walking out of the school. It's not when he sees uh, Katie Holmes. It's before that. And he turns, and these two blue ribbons are, like, harassing this guy. And the guy has, like, kind of the same hair color as Chug. And then Steve looks at them, and they look at him, and they're like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, hi. No, I think it was totally somebody else, because he had, like, glasses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, He had glasses and, like, a piercing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, okay, I thought it was him. Yeah, but so then when you see Chug freak out, when he sees Rachel at that, like, you know, uh, convenience store, and then you see him, like, go ape shit on oh, those two like dudes. All the, all the food is, like, flying off the yeah, walls. Yeah, the yeah. guy is flying across, and then the cop comes in and kind of, like, quietly ushers him out. Like, we already know the cop is corrupt anyway from the beginning. But he's not, he he, he, yeah, he hasn't been, like, lobotomized, if you, no. if, if you will. He's just, well, like, they a don't, dirty they don't cop. Lobot- <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just a dirty cop in a small town. But it's also interesting that they don't lobotomize the adults. It's no, interesting and, and, that the the adults are are like completely sane in this, and somehow Caldecott is like convinced them all. To yeah, do like this. they're just, like, like you said, like they're just accepting. Yeah, and I'm like, like they're not. They don't have this chip in their head. So why are they even? That's the only thing that. But this is like we're reading way too much into it. Like the story is supposed to be like kind of whatever, but it's just weird no, that but, the parents are. No, like but that. that kind of brings me to my to my other point of the plot where it's like thinking about it now and we're in 2020 and like we've had so many so many different issues lately and and within the past like 10 years sorry i'm not ranting but um it it, this is not a political podcast (laughs) it's not a political podcast but just just on a just on just on a personal level because being being gay and, and um being outed i guess at 18 and then accepting my my being gay it's like there's so many like can uh conversion camps out there and that are still yeah. active it's yeah. it kind of rewatching this now makes me think of those things where it's like you know parents want obviously like the best for their children right yeah. in a positive in a positive way and they don't want anyone to hurt them but yet when their kid like tests them in a way like some parents just give up 
mm-hmm. you know, and they and they they just they rely on drugs to fix you. They rely on the like I said, conversion therapy or any therapies, if you will. So it's, yeah, it, yeah, it, it can it's be, like, yeah, it, anything it does get your will. It does get dark. Yet this was in '98. I get it, but like I said. And like you said, it's not a political podcast, and I don't want to take that away. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but yeah, it, no, it, no, it, it's, I'm it's just. I mean, I'm, I'm not. No, 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 like, no, kidding, I, no, but, I know. Yeah, no, that's a valid, valid like reason. I didn't even think about that seeing this, but yeah, it is it is very much like uh, it, very much reminiscent of like that kind of like mentality. I mean, and there was no gay characters. I mean, yes, no. it was accepted in the movies. It was accepted in the TV. Um, what? But, because I believe that Will in Dawson's Creek, no, that's way no? later. In Dawson's Creek, oh. Jack was the first oh, male that's actor true. to have a male kiss on TV, and that was two thousand, I think. Because mm, I think what it was Dawson's season Creek, three. Dawson's Creek ran into two thousand three. Yeah, but it was before that because Jack had that boyfriend in in uh, high school, mm, mm-hmm. and he had, and he kissed that guy that he like the guy ended up having a boyfriend, but you saw him kiss him on TV. Like actually kiss him, not like fade out or anything. So I guess like it was like this. It was like two thousand, of... yeah. It was like yeah, when it was like being accept, like I mean on TV. Right. Yeah, and then I like Ellen was, was the first like actor. To yeah, come out. yeah. She just yeah, she just said she was out on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever saw her. Kiss oh, anyone. yeah. True. Yeah, like you. She just said it, and but yeah, they would never show anything. Will and Grace was way later. Wasn't Will and Grace like, like did did they ever kiss on Will and Grace? Mm-hmm. I know it's a comedy, but like, yeah, was yeah, it yeah. ever like? Um, I don't know. Two men kissed on Will and Grace. I don't know if you've ever see, you later seasons really you it. saw Jack yeah, kiss somebody, but I think Will was the first. Oh, okay. Maybe he was the first in like a drama, because Will and Grace is obviously a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jack was like the first drama, like nighttime soap or whatever. Like, there's something that he was like one of the first actors to do. But yeah, but that's still like not even that long ago. Mm-hmm. And we've that come a long. Like, I mean, we've come a long way. I mean, there there's still some accepting to do and everything like that. Yeah, like, I mean, God, in in every way, there's like some accepting. Oh, every yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like it's insane. But yeah, I have that as my plot point too. Like, why are the parent also? Why are all of the parents deciding what should happen to one kid? Like, you know, when Caldecott has his meeting with the parents mm, and he's like, mm-hmm. all in favor. And then all the parents raise. All I was like, wait a minute. Without yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why are these parents deciding what happens to one kid in some class? Like, Gavin is up for, like, discussion at this point. And they're like, Gavin, he's really intelligent. He tests well. He listens to rock music. And he masturbates too much. And then, like, that's when they're listening. All of a like, sudden, that was, duck. like, the red flag word. Yeah, like, oh, okay, God, here we he's go. a teenage boy. <laughs> what the fuck should we do? Right. Like, and then and then that's when, like, uh, Steve is just like, oh, poor bastard. Man, that sucks. And then that he sees, and then Gavin sees through, like, the air ducts. So it's, like, his parents. And he's like, fuck. They're going to do it. And I was like, why do they take a vote? And why did all these parents go, yeah, I'm in favor? I was like, that's not your kid. Like, how are you guys all deciding this? Like, that was kind of weird. Like, why are you... You guys aren't even lobotomized. You guys are all completely free-thinking adults. Why are you taking the side of this one man who's coming to town? But maybe it's because their kids are, like, essentially castrated. And they're just kind of, like, sitting around. But they have to have had... yeah well they're probably getting good grades yeah and they're like oh well he made our kids get good grades and like really really well in school but what happens when the kids get like do they ever have violent outbursts at home and you don't even see that 
yeah, like, do we even know if the parents are like, whoa, this is getting out of control or how, I mean, how I mean, long the, will this last? I mean, the only scene that I can think of is like way earlier in the beginning where you see a little bit of Steve's character get upset, but there's mm-hmm. nothing like a violent outburst. There's no, well, no, wait. Well, he, he doesn't hits, have He the hits chip, the though. doctor later. Oh, th- that's Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't have the chip. I mean, like someone like dicky oh, or yeah, any yeah, of those yeah. gavin mm-hmm. like what hat like what if they get mad at home like do they lash out but then you saw when when oh so we were going back to like the two freakouts. so you see the guy when he freaked out um because when he saw rachel chug and he like mm-hmm. blew all those people around the build in around mm-hmm. like, the store and it seems like when guys get like super aroused they get super violent yeah and then when you see what's her name, Lana? Is that her name? The blonde Lorna. girl, Lorna. Lor- Lorna. Um, when you see her at Steve's house, she's like tutoring the little sister, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And when she gets aroused, because it's like both sides, she like turns in. First, she turns like overtly sexual, mm-hmm. and then when he like shuts her down, she like gets crazy violent to the point where she wants to kill him. Bad, not Chug, <laughs> who did not go after Chug, didn't go after Rachel. He went after like whoever was around. Whoever him. else, but yeah, yeah, and whoever like the guy like bumped into him or whatever, and so he was like, oh, like fuck you, and then just went crazy. And then and it, and Rachel even walked into the store, like mm-hmm. he saw Rachel. Oh, he didn't, didn't even, even like yeah, he didn't her, go yeah. towards her. Yeah, but but the girl, which I find interesting, is that she like threw herself. I mean, she completely threw herself at Steve. That's true. and he's just like whoa, and then she goes crazy violent grabs the like fucking bangs her head into the mirror grabs the shard and is like literally trying to kill him like on top of him trying to kill him and then all of a sudden he like knocks her down and she like switches off yeah she has like a weird seizure and then she like (laughs) yeah then she's like i have to go i have a big physics test tomorrow (laughs) and then she like walks out i was like okay this is kind of this is super weird the way they just wrote that mm-hmm. the, the way they have the two totally differing like reactions to this like weird arousal <laughs> it's like so strange but like let's talk about the music the music is yeah i mean i have loads of plot points and there are lots of issues i wonder why there's yeah. a city curfew no. i wonder like, oh i of... didn't i didn't even think about that yeah i remember because when they were out when they got pa- after the hospital after the gas station yeah yeah the gas like, station guy's guys like past... it's past curfew and he's like oh i'm studying at her house i was like I... why is there a curfew in this town that like totally bypassed my brain yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah i was like what what oh yes do you have any more plot questions or or um, points I mean, there are a lot. I feel like we could just, like, go down uh, a ton of issues I have, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's totally up to you. Um, I mean, if we can we can talk about the music. Um, yeah, you love the music a lot. I, I, I freaking love the music. And every movie, even nowadays, every movie has to have their, like, theme song. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Flies um, song, Got You Where, you, Where I Want You. Such a good album. It's, it's, it's called it's, Holiday Man, by the way. The the full album. It's great. <laughs> I actually haven't listened to that whole. It's it's Believe great. It Do not. you have it? <laughs> no. Oh shit! I feel I embarrassed have it. about that. Yeah. Oh, I have it. No, don't feel embarrassed. That's the best song. Um, go on. But it was Let's played. It was played twice in this movie. Um, oh, was one, it? Once in the beginning, and I can't remember exactly where the scene was. But then, the um, the very last scene, it plays again when. Gavin is the uh, teacher's assistant, oh, and it's perfectly yeah. just methodically placed. You're right. Um, where he turns 
and that's when his red eye, like Terminator type eye, like starts sparking, and it's like got you God. where I want you. I might do a poll on the on Instagram because I know that like the fashion grunge like crowd might not be down for like r- insane action movies, but I would love to do an episode on Terminator Two. Terminator <laughs> Two by like the, far, it's and, the best and one. Anyone can fight me, but that is <laughs> by far the best one. Also, the best um, one. What is it? Uh, Terminator with all the like rebooted Terminator movies. Oh God, it's I haven't like seen those. Flight of the Machines or Invasion of the Machines. Nick Stahl is in that one too. Oh yeah, you're right. He, he plays is. uh the kid. Is he John Connor too? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone's fucking John Connor. <laughs> He's Christian. Wasn't Christian Bale John Connor at some point? I think he was in the last one. I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't either. That's the one um, that Schwarzenegger was in, and he was like old. <laughs> he was like, oh no, I did, I did. I did see the last one. No, um, uh, Christian Slater was in the the one before that. Oh, Christian Slater, not Christian Bale. Uh, Christian Bale, sorry. Was it Christian Bale? Too many oh, okay. Christians, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there are a lot of Christians. That's so funny. Um, uh, but, yeah, the flies. Yeah, that's but yeah, so go, going really back cool. to the soundtrack. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great, great song. Um, yeah, another song. scene. Katie Holmes is in that music video too. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, speaking yeah, of, so like when when Rachel is in her truck, it's like the first introduction of Rachel. Yeah. She's playing this um this song out loud, and it's um Monster Side by mm-hmm. this group called Addict or mm-hmm. Addict. Um, but it's it's again methodically placed because Rachel wants to be seen, but not in a vain way. Mm-hmm. It's like she just wants some attention. She wants somebody to like notice her. Yeah, and she's very invisible. It starts off, like, the song starts off very slow and then picks up, but um, just the lyrics in there. I didn't write down the lyric that I wanted to write down, but it, it matches the exact same scene. I mean, it, it just matches what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I love that. And then, um, I mean, there, there's a bunch of artists, but um, those really spoke out to me. And then Harvey Danger's Flagpole Sitto. Yeah. When they're in the hospital scene getting, like, chased. Perfect. That's the best song. Amazing. Um, <laughs> what, it's like literally the best song. What does Calicut's daughter say that she keeps repeating? It's like... Meet the musical little creatures that hide among the flowers. I mean, I don't... I, you know, it's it, it's funny to us. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that, that are sick out there, unfortunately, that like can't get yeah. out of their brain and they have to repeat stuff. But it's just perfectly placed it's, and just gives so you that humor weird. that you need. Yeah, yeah, it's just so weird. And then she knocks her out. Yeah. Like, she just, like, punches her and knocks like, her Steve out. Like, Steve is, like, surprised, like, what? I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is crazy. Like, um, where is that's, that? For the soundtrack, I have flagpole Sitta, like, yeah. exclamation point. Because that's, like, the one Harvey Danger song that, like, most people, if they even know Harvey Danger, the band, like, that's, like, the one song that they really had that was big. Um, and then for the fashion, I mean, I guess we already talked about it. It's just really cool. I mean, I just love all the layering. I love the like long johns underneath Gavin's like ripped jeans mm-hmm. that he, you can see. But I think Gavin pretty much wears the same outfit throughout the whole movie. It's like he wears an army jacket one time and then he wears like a hoodie, but it's the same like kind of outfit. So speaking of fashion and just like a, an all around character. So mm-hmm. UV, right? He, Mm -hmm. he's like in this like long jacket. Mm -hmm. He has the, um, wool cap on. Yeah. He's supposed to be the drug dealer, right? I guess. I guess he's like residents. Yeah. But like he stands out like a sore thumb. (laughs) Yeah, he does. But yeah, he's also invisible too. At the same time. Yeah, with all the, yeah. He's like more like 
he's not an albino, but he has that albino <laughs> look to him. Yeah, I guess pale. so. Yeah, because that's what he's like. That's what I think he's. I mean, I love it. I love I love the outfit. Don't get me wrong, but he. It's um, re- yeah, it's really cool. Like it's really that. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Um, and then, and then the sister is very nondescript, regular sister outfit. Yeah. So would you say crazy. like more over? I guess the fashion is more on the grunge side. Yeah. Or, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't. It, there's no like medium mix of everything. It's just kind of no. The only people that I would say that are more like the sign of the times are like when they show all the skaters. Oh, true. The skaters yeah. skating was really big, and like they kind of look like ravers too and like ravers were kind of big and like they talk about like ecstasy they're like they do ecstasy like that's what he said that's a drug of choice what do you have (laughs) yeah they're like what do you got (laughs) fucking anything but they just smoke weed and like eat sandwiches it seems (laughs) like because i was like damn he literally is just eating like a subway hoagie like right smoking, smoking a blunt in gym and eating a subway hoagie like the fuck this is pretty awesome no wonder his parents are probably upset. And I love his brain, the way, just the way his brain works, because, like, when you're, you know, on a drug, whatever it may be, um, your brain just goes, like, a mile a, a mile a minute sometimes, where he, he goes, mood change, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's- I think he's just perpetually stoned. Yeah. And he's learned to, like, kind of cope with it. Like, And a lot of people do. I mean, so many people that I know are actually, like, better drivers Oh, well, that's not. I, a I good mean, that's, thing. that's that's that's. We're not here. putting that out there, no, kids. Don't do not don't, do anything and drive. But don't smoke and drive. Are, don't drink. Some people drive. are fucking stupid. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, but some people believe they might be good drivers, but trust me, they're not. If you look at them with, <laughs> if you look at them with, with sober uh, eyes, like testing. If I was to like be a driving tester, I digress. And, like, everything watch I just said. Driving, so, just erase yeah. everything I said. <laughs> yeah. Well, also a disclaimer, my he does not have a driver's license so this like, is very true yeah, for so a good like, good reason yeah so like no that's stuff the people who told you that lied <laughs> they knew that you didn't have a license but yeah um, and I, I just have like yeah do you have any fashion notes you, you have some oh i have oh i have do have one steve in one scene which is really weird he has on like a sweater but it's like a thin sweater and it's tucked into his jeans and then he has like a belt on his like he has like he has like boot cut jeans. Oh, it's like an early one. But I was like, why is his shirt really tight and tucked in? And oh my god, it's a sweater. Why would you tuck in a sweater if it's yeah? But needed? you can kind of see his abs, and like maybe that's why <laughs> because oh, maybe it's kind of tight. <laughs> like it's like a tight sweater. It's not like a like a, sweaters are usually kind of baggy. They're not tight like that. Like I mean, let let me tell you, there is a one. There is one. So he's in that um, Dead to Me show that I was telling you about. James Marsden. Um, James Marsden on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, great show, by the way. Um, but you do get to see him shirtless um, in one scene, and oh, oh my, oh my god, amazing! He's also in Westworld too. He looks is really he? good in Westworld. Yes, I don't. He remember, is. Was he in the first season? He is in every season. No way, I don't remember. Yeah, that. that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's because I've only seen the first season, but he's in it. He's the guy with Evan Rachel Wood. He's like the cowboy. Oh wow, that's Teddy so crazy on the horse with the hat. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. He's a host. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's good. Um, um and I need to watch season three of Westworld. That's another one that I like. I have to be in the mood to watch it because it's so fucking weird. It's so slow, but it's it is so, kind of slow. I mean, but if it's you good, blink, though. you miss stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but once you kind of get into it, 
Like, if you watch, like, two episodes back-to-back, like, you're just like, what the fuck's going on? Mm -hmm. But I love that they have those descriptions now where, like, the directors will come on and tell you, like, what's going on and kind of, like, why they decided to do this or why, like, how they do the sets and stuff. Like, the the season two that I'm, like, re-watching, they have a whole thing after each episode of, like, how they build each world. And the way they built, like, the Asian Shogun world, oh, my God, it was so cool. They Like, the production people tell you how they did it and, like, the people who researched the costumes. I was like, I want this job. I love that. Like, it's so cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. See, and that's what I miss about, like, um, DVDs um, is that, like, some DVDs you'll get the option to do, like, a commentary. Yeah. Um, I don't like the commentary. You don't? You don't? No. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't like people they're... talking over it. I would rather watch a feature where, like, mm. they're just sitting with the director and they'll tell you. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, a lot of people like sense. commentary, though. No, I mean, like, my favorite my favorite one is, like, the commentary of Resident Evil, like, the very first one. Just mm-hmm. because Mila Jovovich mm-hmm. um, and the other girl, I can't uh, it's, like, Michelle Rodriguez. They're, they're hosting the whole commentary throughout the whole film, and I swear to God, they're, like, stoned out of their mind or something. Oh, they're that's cool. Laughing. I have heard, I've heard that some are kind of shady. Mm-hmm. Like, there was one that someone posted about on the internet where, like, someone was, it was some director was talking about, like, Ben Affleck, and they were talking about, like, in this scene, he didn't want to do this. He didn't want to oh, really? wear this hat. He <laughs> wanted to wear that. Like, and I was like, okay, maybe I should listen to commentary because I usually <laughs> don't because I don't like it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anyone talking about how they set up each thing. But now, if some of them are kind of, like, shady and funny, then I kind of want to listen if the You should, the you should watch the Resident like, Evil uh, one just because of them. Like, they, I've they never have seen so much that chemistry. movie. I love the video game. Resident Evil? You've never seen the movie? No, no, no. What? I know, I need to watch it. Okay, so I, I after love the, quarantine, the we're not going to the movie theater. You're coming here and watching <laughs> watch Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Oh, I'm super down. <laughs> um, um, let's get to your favorite scenes. So We already talked about the lunch, the lunch yeah, cafeteria. That's um, one of mine. Honestly, that was, that was the only one I wrote down because I was having trouble. Because you, you, you asked me for my three favorites, and... After the description of with Gavin in the cafe scene, I'm like, nothing really gets better. No, it's true. I, but I there's had, there's I moments. Hard times. Yeah, yeah. What are your what are your some of your moments? Like I I love when Steve like punched the doctor. Yeah, like that, that was, was pretty cool. he he turns to his parents. He's like, you sold me out, and he's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. That that was pretty cool. I I liked how like. Like you said earlier, like Lorna bashing her head into the the mirror. Yes, sad, but it was funny because like you the know visual she kept was, yeah. herself. the visual was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yours. That that's what you have. Yeah, mine is like the lunchroom breakdown was like obviously my favorite scene. I like when Steve and Rachel break out from like that lobotomy thing. Oh, that's true. Where, yeah. That was kind of cool. I like that. And then I like when Rachel punches Chug mm-hmm. at the end where you like don't know if she's going to punch Steve or Chug and then she like kind of wakes up out of her like weird slumber and then just like kills him and whacks him over the head with a <laughs> pipe or whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, murder. Okay. She just fucking killed this guy." <laughs> like and then ran away. <laughs> like, okay, like I guess that's all right, but like she just like it just that was kind of weird that he died. I'm surprised that they showed his head. Chug. Yeah, yeah. with like the blood outside. I thought she would have just knocked him out, but I was like, "Whoa, okay, they made that kind of like justice." Yeah, like, they they wanted he, like a big bang. 
kind of just I guess yeah well yeah well he I was talking I was texting you about this but I was like this scene where he like assaults her in the boiler room is really upsetting and it's not needed I feel like that's not needed we could have traded that scene which was entirely too long for something else that was cut I mean if anything anything in that movie was controversial that should have been cut out and then added one of those extra scenes you know yeah totally yeah totally I don't get it. I mean, it, it's, I it's like, not oh. as, like I said, I mean, now we have, now we have like the, I'm sorry to say, but snowflake age, um, where everyone, everyone gets sensitive and there's yeah. more issues. Like it's more of a topic now than it was back then, but I guess so, still yeah. not, still not needed. I mean, like you said, it was not just like, needed. I was, I was like holding my chest for some odd reason. Like I yeah, knew it was coming up. I skipped up, it. And, I yeah. skipped it. I was like, fuck this. I've, I've seen this like a hundred times. Like I don't need to watch this again. And like but. guys, guys, especially like jocks today, they're still like that. They're like, you don't want to go out with me? Why not? Yeah. Like, well, guys in general, yeah. I mean, not to generalize, but no, like, no, 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 it's a- no. anyone to be, I mean, anyone can be like that. So can women. So yeah, I mean, who, who the hell knows? I mean, this movie just totally highlighted all of the problems of being a teenager, mm. uh, which is why I think it's such an interesting genre and like why you can always make movies about teenagers like forever because there's such a like you don't really have that concept of, like, responsibility yet, so you mm-hmm. can kind of have them do all these, like, crazy things. But as an adult, it's harder to believe that that character would do that because they obviously know better. Yeah. And they're not just, like, this dumb, like, yeah, you know, it's a different hormone set of, It's factory. a different set of, set of mind. It's Yeah, and, like, ideals and, like, you think, you know, you learn things and, like, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's totally true. Um, I have, well, you were going to do a Would You Rather... Because oh, I yes. couldn't think of any. Did you think of any? I did, but I don't know if they'll make sense. Flip. So, <laughs> Flip we're gonna page. Play, we're going to play a little game called Would You Rather. Um, okay. What is the <laughs> Would You so, Rather? Would you rather be a blue ribbon? You... Okay. Or the doctor that makes the quote unquote perfect teen? And why? Oh, what? which one do I want to be and why? Yeah. I would rather be... Oh... I would rather be a blue ribbon, I think. Yeah. Because if I yeah, because I feel like if I if I was a blue ribbon, there's a possibility that I can be helped. Like at some point someone could probably help me. While you're uh, under the influence of of being a blue ribbon. <laughs> well, yeah, like if someone you never know who that one person could be who could see you and know that you're not you or your parents at any time could be like fuck, we want to change back to, like, our regular person. But as a doctor, like, I'm contributing to the, like, to, like, this awful, like, that's like being a cult leader. Like, I'm trying to control people's minds, and I do not want to do that. Like, I want people to have their own free will. So I definitely would sacrifice and just be a blue ribbon. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I get that. I think this What about you? What would you do? No, the same with me. I mean, yes, there's always, like, that, like, little corner of my head that's like okay if i wasn't the person i was today could i be this mean could i be this diabolical yeah i know, you know? i don't think um, i could but i but that's not my true nature you know i was no. i was not that i'm putting myself on a pedestal by any means but my mother raised me a certain kind of way you know and that's the person i've become so it's like i don't know if i could actually do it the thought of the the um the thoughts of these things sound cool sometimes but Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um my other one is would you rather be the outcast like gavin or rachel 
or one mm-hmm. of the popular kids. Oh, hell yeah, Outcast. <laughs> Outcast, yeah. Yeah, totally. I feel, and I feel like, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like that's how we kind of ended um, McLean. Yeah. Like being we the totally Outcast, ended you know? not popular. Yeah. I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and, and like, in the way that like she was talking and then i was like you were popular weren't you and she was like what do you mean i was like you had a boyfriend when you were like 15 in school and you were like one of those girls and she's like well kind of i was not i was like i probably never would have talked to you and you probably would have not necessarily hated me but like i just wouldn't have talked to you so you would have had no interest and you know whatever and she's like oh well yeah <laughs> maybe uh, well because um i remember and i mean this was just a memory that popped in my head this morning but i remember oh when <laughs> it's not embarrassing um oh God. but i remember when we went to go see can't hardly wait yes we went I remember with that susanna and charles and two other people carolina mm-hmm. and somebody else anyway two other people from our grade yeah but we didn't know that anybody else was going from our school. We ended up uh, like purchasing our tickets. We went to the back of the theater in Bethesda, mm-hmm. like the big back one. And mm-hmm. I remember we saw like all the popular kids on the other side. Mm-hmm. And we're like just looking over there. We hardly mm-hmm. talked to them, but we're just like, oh, so they came too. Yeah. <laughs> so we know where the line draws. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird too because they used to always like hang out at that movie theater. Oh, yeah. Like all the time. I miss, me, I like, miss where that they theater so much. I know. I miss everything about being just a kid. I miss things about the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like we just didn't know. We didn't know that there'd be like a fucking pandemic in like oh, you know, t- 22 years and we'd be fucked. Right. <laughs> we, but, oh, wait, but now we're talking about it. So this is cool. Let's oh, I know. On, live on forever. <laughs> so it's pretty rad. No, but wait, what was your question? Did I choose that one? No, that was... um. No, no, I mean you. You asked me. Oh, I did the, that one. That's right. I'm the blue yeah. ribbon. Yeah. You're oh, outcast. Oh, outcast. And, and the outcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah, in yeah. the middle of writing a third one, but then um, I didn't finish. <laughs> what was it? I, I couldn't think, think of any because I was like, there aren't any like things that like they're all bad. It's like yeah. you know, like I don't. Yeah, I'm like I don't know who it would be. I mean, I started saying like, if you were a blue ribbon, would you rather be wanting to fall off the cliff like everybody else, or like? What would your death like? Your death scene. My, my ideal death scene. But that's that's more of like a what uh, or like a yeah. What, what would you do? Would yeah, you it's do? like I'm describing. Yeah. Okay, who would you rather date, Steve or Gavin? Ooh, <laughs> damn it, that's a really good one. Ooh, that's that. Yeah, it's not even like a would you rather. Okay, this is date now. Oh no, wait, wait. This is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. Wait, forget that. Um, fuck, Mary, kill all three guys: UV, Gavin, and Steve. So one, you're married. Okay, I, wait. Steve, Gavin, or UV? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck, Mary kill, or whatever's the other one. I would like. fuck Steve. Uh-huh. Mary really? Gavin. Oh, Mary Gavin, okay. I think. Yeah, because, okay. uh, I mean, just just the way uh, James Marsden's characters are... I don't know if I can. Oh yeah, okay. It. So this is this is it. Yeah, it would it would be the characters, not the actors themselves. Oh, okay, this has yeah. to be like Steve as a, as Steve, like Gavin as Gavin, and UV okay, as UV. So okay, so let me change that. Yeah, this isn't like James I'd, Marsden. I'd, I'd fuck Gavin, marry Steve because he seems like the marrying type. Do you think? 
and unfortunately kill UV. Yeah. I know. I thought I might want to give UV a chance. I, I wish he had more lyrics. Uh, I was going to say lyrics. More script. Script. He has weed, though. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, Gavin does get his stuff from UV. So, like, cut out the middleman. Okay, I flip, think, I flip think, to you, yeah. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to marry, I feel like I would. It's hard, right? (laughs) It is kind of hard. I feel like I definitely want to marry Gavin. We could throw in Chug in there for the mix. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Then then we'd have to do Chug, the the teacher, Chug, the doctor, and fucking the janitor. Like those are the three we'd have to choose for the bad. I don't. Bad I don't. One. I don't know. So um, wait, speak, hold on. Oh, for go the, ahead. Yeah, for the, for the ahead, main one. Ahead. Okay, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Oh, damn. <laughs> I feel like Steve would probably eventually leave me. So I think Uh-oh. I would just like. I'd probably kill Steve, <laughs> and I'd marry Gavin, and I'd and I would fuck UV. Okay. Because why not? I mean, yeah. who the hell knows? He seems kind of badass. He Why just not? like is like you know. He's just like his own. He's got that hair. He's got that hair you can pull. <laughs> the weird hair over that fucking hat. The straw like that all, he has. Yeah, it's like straw. It's like all like bad. No, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like yeah. I just want to give him a chance, you know. All right, let's do the bad ones. Chug, Doctor Caldecott, and was it? Uh, what's his name? Mr. Newberry, the janitor. Oh, Mr. Newberry. Okay. Uh-huh, side yeah, note, side note real quick before I answer. Um, Mr. Newberry's one? character, or <laughs> the actor, he also plays Death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, no way. Yeah. I just He's found also that. the I sheriff just... in Roswell. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I just found out about Death this morning and I was like, oh, yeah. So knowing what I know and have seen of the character of Death, he has a rockin' body. <laughs> what? Yeah, he really the does. The janitor guy? Yeah. William Sadler? Yeah. So I would fuck him. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. No, no, no. But that's not... You can't do this. This has what? to be the character. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that's right. This has to be the character that they <laughs> play <laughs> in the film. It can't um, be like... It can't be oh, like the man, actor. Oh, man. Damn like it. That's William right. Um, it has to I be I try like to sneak that in. Newberry. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Newberry. Um, what were my options? Chug, Mr. Newberry... Or the Caldecott. Caldecott. I can see Caldecott being like really hot underneath like that mustache and stuff. So I'd fuck him. <laughs> this weird porn stash. <laughs> yeah, right. This weird, like, I, I, I would fuck him. I kill Chug, just because he reminds me of every bully that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely, I'm killing Chug. And I guess that leaves marrying. Marrying the janitor. I mean, he did solve the whole thing. This is true. So he's not, and he reads Kerbonic. So very smart, right? Yeah, he reads Slaughterhouse Five. Like he's no dummy, you know. Yeah. I would do the same thing you're doing. <laughs> um, I would pull like a was it Black Widow? Where like after they mate, they like kill the they kill the oh the other one. I would do that with Caldecott. <laughs> I'd be like, bye. <laughs> Just like, yeah. I mean. I'd, what did I say? I'd fuck him. Yeah, I mean, I'd be like, I'm fucking a mad scientist. 
Yeah, but I don't want to marry them. No. Like, in any way. This went on, like, a crazy tangent. (laughs) This was like, yeah, we... we... No, but I I love those kind of things. Yeah, we didn't have... I never actually played... We had to make it light, you know? We can't can't just be, like, super down all the time, but... Yeah, man, this was, uh... This is kind of the end of the show here. Thank you so much for having me. Like yeah, the second man, time, this is, this, this is this is amazing. Super cool. We're gonna do another one, so you will hear another one soon. As always, uh, like, subscribe, review, do all that jazz. Like it all. And, listen uh, to it. I'm gonna do a poll. Yeah, I, and go watch it on Amazon Prime. Disturbing Behavior is really good. Uh, I hope you really liked it. I hope you watch it after seeing this, or I hope you've already seen it and watch it again. It was uh, actually yeah, it should a, be cool. I'm it's sorry. actually a good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. I, I was reading on Google, um, and I have to read further into it. There was a fan fiction um, script, supposedly, for a sequel. Oh, no way. Yeah, and it's online. Um, oh, wow. But it never came up. to, like, fruitation. Yeah. Ah, fruitation. Fruitation. <laughs> fruition. Fruition. Whatever. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> on that note, we will see you on the next one. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Bye.